Oh yeah, we got some good product coming your way today in this episode of Pod Jerking. Big up, Pod Jerking the house. Mm-hmm. This just in, oh joy of joys, with great anticipation I announce that the enchantress, Mrs. Awesome, will now once again grace us with her siren song. I don't understand how she married Direct Awesome. I mean, I I don't know. All right, I am joined here with Mrs. Awesome. Hello. And unfortunately, because of this whole coronavirus and the self-isolation thing, Master Impressive and I can't really get together. So the first few episodes of our podcast are actually being done separately and then kind of merged together. So um, we're just trying to do this, uh, I guess, in a different way uh, because we have to practice, um, what do you call it? Social distancing, that's what it is. Um, So we have to practice the uh, social distancing so we can't really get together. So we're trying this in a different way right now. So hopefully uh, the podcast does come off um, really well and uh, we get our points across. So we're actually going to be talking about the coronavirus today and some of the uh, conspiracy theories that are out there. Now, a lot of the conspiracy theories out there are really funny and really far-fetched. And keep in mind, these are not our conspiracy theories. These are just things that we have uh, read online um, and seen around just uh, hearing from other people as well. And uh, we just want to kind of uh, bring them to you so that you, you can uh, have a good laugh at these too. Uh, let's first start off with uh, Mrs. Awesome and ask, how do you feel about this whole pandemic that's going on? Well, you live with me, so you know that I'm really anxious about all of this. And I'm convinced I probably have given myself placebo effect where I think... I have caught all of the things. Uh, I probably check my temperature at least once a day. I'm convinced I have a sore throat, but I'm actually fine. Um, I feel fine. This is just a big change now that we're both working from home. I'm not allowed to be around anybody else but you and the dogs. So it's uh, it's it's been a change. It's actually interesting what it does to your head, right? I mean... You, you you automatically think about it and then you feel like you have those symptoms, right? And I, I wake up every morning and I'm like, oh, my throat's a little bit scratchy or, you know, my throat's a little bit sore and I have a little bit of a cough and, and automatically you think, oh, do I have it? But we... Both know, of us had headaches today because of the change in temperature and weather. I mean, we were gone from 18 degrees and for those in uh, the States who don't know what 18 degrees is... That's probably about 68, 69 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, but the, the temperature dropped back down to zero today from, from 18. And it was just a pressure change. So we both got a headache from that. And automatically, what was our first response is... Do you think we have it? Do you, do you think we caught it from somebody? Not that we have been around anybody. We've been self-isolating. So Since um, Tuesday. Since Tuesday, right? We've been self-isolating. Day four. Um, well, you had to go to work on Monday. I did. And uh, your office actually closed down for the next 30 days finally. Yeah. So that uh, 
you're actually working from home for the next at least 30 days. Yes. And I know my work is closed for at least two weeks after this week right now, uh, which is the March break. So uh, we're going to be home together for the next two weeks indefinitely. And I'm not sure. Um, you actually asked me the other day, we're only on day two and we're driving each other nuts already. What are we going to do at day 30? We don't normally spend this much time together. Well, we're at work all day, right? right. So we're not uh, we're not in the house for. About... We get like six to nine thirty together every day, and the weekends, and that's yeah, about it. Because we're about twelve hours gone from the house every day. So um, let let's get into, I guess, where this whole rumor started about the coronavirus, and when it first came out, it was actually reported. And I'm going to apologize now that you might hear my dog in the background. Um, unfortunately, because we have to do this from home and uh, we have the dogs here and we can't really go outside and have to self-isolate, you may hear the dog whine or bark once in a while in the background, but uh, that's expected because they're locked up in the house too and we really can't uh, do much with them. So we're trying our best and uh, I'll try to to keep her at a minimum so that she doesn't doesn't uh, interrupt us too much. Anyways, um, this actually started in China where uh, the first rumors that came out were it was a woman that had eaten a bat or a venomous snake, I believe. And is that is that the first thing that you heard as well? Yeah, it was at a food market somewhere that they got it. So that, that actually came out that that was a vlogger, a Chinese vlogger um, uh, about food. And it turns out that she recorded that in 2016. And it just shows you how fast a rumor can spread because that's exactly anybody you ran into was like, oh, my God, this is where this this uh, virus came from. What are these people eating? These are delicatessens for people over there. And all the vlogger was actually doing was showing what kind of foods people eat in different parts of the world. And this was just um, a video that she had made in 2016 and said she was in Wuhan, but she actually wasn't. She was in another part of China. And uh, they already have that proven fact. So it just shows you how quickly a rumor can start and where it can go with that. Because a lot of people actually believe that. And it turned into a whole racism thing, right? You can see a lot of um, Chinese people being told to go back home, even if they're, you know, citizens. I I hope for our sake, we're smarter as humans. Uh, Canadians are actually a, a lot more tolerant and... And not doing this kind of thing because they're they're actually it's it's really saddening to see that people are being told to go back home when they live here and even if they did come from China telling being told to go back home because at the end of the day they they don't have the virus here right they're not it's not like they intentionally brought it here um, so we actually don't know what's going on with the virus right now or sorry we do but I mean. We didn't know what was going on at that time with that. And then all this racism started, right? Well, you saw it on the news how businesses in surrounding cities from where we are um, in different Asian communities were actually suffering because people were afraid to go into the restaurants and eat because they were of Chinese descent, which was really sad. You know, Well, and- well the Chinese food business took a huge hit, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people didn't order Chinese food because they, they were feared that they were going to get the coronavirus. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, that's just ridiculous. Like, you can pick it up from anywhere, just like the normal flu, right? You're not going to pick it up just because it was Chinese food or, or anything like that. So, 
uh, I'm not understanding where people's logic is for that. And uh, I really hope that we as a society are smarter than that. And uh, we don't treat people that way. Um, so we're going to touch basically on a psychic that um, wrote a book in 2009. And her name was Sylvia Brown. Unfortunately, she's passed away. Uh, she passed away in 2013. But and, anybody who watched the Montel Williams show oh, yes. will remember Sylvia yes. Brown. She was on that show quite often and she did a lot of psychic work. And I'm not a firm I believer. Just aged us. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not a firm believer in psychics. I mean, how many times do they predict something that does not come true? Uh, but, you know, this one kind of hit home and has been floating around the internet from her book in 2009 has been floating around uh, since this whole coronavirus thing started. And I'm going to read you what the excerpt says. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived, attack us again in 10 years, and then disappear completely. Now, that's pretty uh, close to what's actually happening right now because um, we are in the year 2020 and this is actually a virus that is attacking the immune system, uh, the, um, the lungs, and it's like a pneumonia-like uh, virus, right? Uh, for her to say that from 2009, 11 years ago, uh, is pretty remarkable. Uh, again, I, I'm not a firm believer in the psychic thing, but I mean, what are your thoughts on that? It just seems creepy that there's just one, she got the year right. And then two, the symptoms or the area of the body that it's hitting is, you know, accurate. Then the hardest part is you sit here and you watch the news today. And after all the precautions that China took, they're not they haven't seen any new cases in what is it two or three days as of now right you know and so the whole cities and the province that they're in is starting to turn around so it feels like it was a three or four month you know epidemic there and now all of a sudden it's kind of starting to turn around just makes you think it does yeah i mean we don't know for sure i mean we're just going off what we hear on the news and again, everything on the news is not completely true. Uh, things that they say aren't aren't always right. Things you read on the internet aren't always right. Again, these are just um, basically things that we've read. Don't jump down our throats. We're just trying to pass on some information that we have actually researched and we're sharing with you. These are not our our thoughts, right? So here here is an interesting one. And I sent you this link the other day and it was actually pretty funny. And I, I, I don't really understand the logic behind this, but hear me out for this one. The 5G network is, is what is causing the coronavirus. So what is actually happening is that they're saying that this is not an actual virus. Uh, they're trying to get you scared of a fake virus when the 5G uh, towers are actually what's causing it. So Bill Gates actually invented this technology and then you come to find out that he actually resigned from being CEO of Microsoft, um, I don't know, a few weeks ago. So they were saying that he designed this technology to depopulate the world and that the vaccines that are being developed for this coronavirus are actually chips that'll be in implanted into people. Now, I, I don't know, for me, for me, I've always heard this 
for years and years and years growing up that we were always going to be implanted with a chip. Um, identification tag basically has all your information all the way up to your blood type. You do you love know. a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I've always heard about this. Um, kind of talked about the mark of the beast kind of thing. Nobody wanted to actually get this. But so this is one of the theories that are that is actually out there. And what do you think about that? Like that? I, I just think that's really far fetched for me. So the funny part about it being that it's Bill Gates and then the timing of his resignation is he's one of the biggest, I'm going to say the word wrong, philanthropists in the world where he takes most of the money he earns and puts it back into the world. And funny enough, I actually just watched a TED Talk from him the other day um, from, I want to say it was 2017 or 2018, where he actually talks about a viral pandemic Um, that will wipe out a good couple of million people in the world at some point in our lifetime. So the timing of this story, plus the release of his TED Talk from a couple of years ago, it was between the Ebola outbreak in, I think it was 2016, and now we're in 2020. So, you know, it's hard not to think that some of this stuff, just it's thought-provoking. Has some merit to it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the t- timing is everything for what people will believe or what the perception is that's out there. But do you think they released that TED Talk no. on purpose at this time? If it was from two, three years ago, it's just coming and surfacing I mean, again? Somebody clearly no. wants you to think that the 5G network is somehow going to kill us all. Yeah. Which really, yeah. let's face it, it's just ridiculous. I don't even know. Is the 5G network better than the LTE network that we're on? I don't. And not is all 5G countries. even available yet? Uh, I don't even know. The, the, the 5G network wouldn't even be available in all countries right now. So I'm not even understanding how that's actually a cause of this whole virus thing. So um, another thing with the, the depopulating the world was actually population control, right? And uh, the theory out there is that they kind of want to reset the world. They kind of want to get the population down. And what a pandemic does, pandemic, it doesn't mean necessarily that um, we're all going to get it. We're all going to die from it. We're all going to like what a pandemic is, is just means that this is a virus that has spread around the globe. So um, with this pandemic trying to, I guess, depopulate the world, what they're saying is, the world is overpopulated. I, I I can understand that probably. But is this a population control that has been given, I, I mean, sent out by the government to try and help ease the population? I sure as hell hope not because, I mean, that would just be evil. But I don't put anything past anybody. So I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about that one. I just can't see the government... I mean, I shouldn't say that. You've shown me enough documentaries on different things that the government does. But to throw a virus out there for population control and then essentially see the U.S. and the Canadian government take reserve money and basically put it back into the world or back into their countries um, in order to get relief for some of this stuff... Like the amount of money the Canadian government has just announced that they're going to put back into the population to help ease the pain that this is causing people from unemployment to mortgage relief to funding for medical care. It kind of feels like it's defeating their purpose when you're putting so much strain on 
the healthcare system and the stock market and all the things that, you know, people rely on on a day-to-day basis in order to wipe out a couple million people. It well, just you, feels you, counterproductive. You were saying that we lost quite a bit of money in the stocks, right? Yeah, I mean, I've got, you know, our RSP investments and, you know, obviously I get stock options through work and, you know, I it's taken a bit of a shit kicking um, as we go through all of this and every day. And I do not understand the stock market at all, but I do understand how much money was in there prior to this happening. And now how much money is not in there. And then how much we're losing on a day-to-day basis. Now, will that come back and will we recover? Sure. 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 Are we young enough that it's not a big impact because we're not retiring in the next five years? Yes. But, you know, But keep in mind, we're still old enough to remember Montel Williams. Fair enough. Yes. Yes. Now, here's a very popular conspiracy is that this was a biological weapon and this was being blamed on first uh, China and China is actually blaming the U.S. for this as well. Uh, This was a biological weapon set off out of a lab uh, or was accidentally released out of a lab. Um, my, My understanding in one of these conspiracy theories is China actually released this because they have too high of a population and they have an um, an aging population, and they couldn't afford to keep uh, a care of their own people anymore, their own aging population. So they wanted to kind of kill off some of, of, of those people so that they could help take the strain off the healthcare system and take the financial burden away as well. Um, China is actually blaming the U.S. for doing this. So this is actually We're one of the more. yeah. This is actually one of the more popular. Uh, conspiracy theories and I'm sure you've all read about or heard about this as well and uh, I think I lean towards more of this one than any of the other ones that are out there Um, sorry our dog is just going a little uh, haywire here right now but uh, I don't know how I feel about any of these right now again don't jump down our throats these are ones that we're just uh, reading and we're just uh, sharing with you that we've we've actually come across and what do you think about that being a a biological weapon i mean is it possible yes um i feel like it being done on purpose is probably less likely than it being released by accident like could they have been transporting it from one lab to another potentially and it something escaped or somebody got it picked up on it and didn't get you know cleaned off properly when leaving work and then the next thing you know because it sounds as though the rate of, of spreading on this and the ability for it to live on surfaces as long as it can is really contributing to spread. Um, so I feel like if it if that were the case, then it's likely in error. Yeah. yeah. I would hate to think yeah. that someone is that evil that they would release this on purpose, although... We, we can't live in a bubble, have... right? Like, worse things have happened. Yeah, I have and... a blue sky look on the world, and Tom has a, a little more colorful view on the world yeah um i I don't put it past anybody to do anything uh, anymore um but do i believe that this was an actual biological weapon attack i i don't believe that um but again i don't put anything past anybody uh you got trump over there calling it a chinese virus and he was one that didn't act uh quick enough as well and said you know everybody's fine we're not going to, you know, nothing's going to happen to us. We're, we're, we're out of the waters right now. We're fine. And then shit kind of hit the fan. And now 
they're kind of in panic mode and, and uh, declared emergency and, and all this stuff. So everything is shutting down and uh, it's, it's pretty sad sight to see. I mean, my heart, our hearts go out to everybody who has lost somebody uh, or has any kind of uh, um, illness due to this, this virus. Hopefully that they are coming up with something uh, that is going to actually cure or vac- vaccinate people from this, right? Well, I basically hmm. want to put you in a bubble. I know, I know. But unfortunately, I just have to stay home, isolate, and uh, kind of not do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're working on this podcast right now, because we have nothing else to do, right? Well, I'm sure there's mm-hmm. things we could do, but this is more fun. Yeah, yeah. So here, here's an actual... This, is, this one I actually just read yesterday, and it's actually pretty funny. And this is a conspiracy that says... The big pharma companies actually created this virus and released it out into the public because they're losing a ton of money due to medical marijuana. This is actually, again, I don't put it past anybody for this to happen because... I feel like you believe this one out of all of them. I I, kind of do because you have to think about the pharmaceutical companies. If they're losing a certain amount of money, the virus is put out there and they're the only ones that will have the vaccine or the cure for it then they're going to be making a ton of money on the, the vaccinations, right? Yeah. And they're going to actually reap the benefits of all of these vaccinations going out. So I, I kind of lean towards this one as well. I mean, there's so many conspiracy theories out there. Uh, I actually don't know which one to believe. And uh, I, I, what are your thoughts on this one? This is, this is actually pretty interesting. I mean, I have a tendency to agree with you on the fact that the Pharmaceutical companies are the ones that are going to reap the biggest financial benefit from the coronavirus because they are going to either produce the vaccine or some form of medicine. You know, all the medical supplies are, you know, in dire need right now. And these companies are just outputting a ton of stuff right now. It's interesting to think that, I don't know, I just, it's a tough one. For anyone to do this on purpose is the part that I really struggle with. I would just, I guess I think better of humanity, although the news should tell me otherwise. (laughs) I guess I just really would hope that people wouldn't do this on purpose. Well, that's our hope. But at the end of the day, we know there are some evil people in this world. Um, Things can actually uh, go south pretty quickly. So here's another one that we're going to talk about. And I don't know if you've heard about this one yet. Some people are actually alleging that the coronavirus was stolen from a Canadian virus research lab by Chinese scientists. So they've been derived from a July uh, 2019 news article stating that some Chinese researchers had their security access to a Canadian level four virology facility revoked in a federal police investigation. So what they did was steal this virus that was locked up in a Canadian lab and then went out and spread it. Like I'm not... I mean, that that seems a little far-fetched. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, that was a pretty big one that uh, was online the other day. And uh, I just... I, oh, I, there's I no find shortage that... of stories, are there? Well, see, here's the problem with this whole thing of being in self-isolation is, what are you going to do all day if you're not I working? I got nothing but time you know? to read. So we, you, you go online, you read all of these uh, stories, starts to fill your head with a bunch of crap. You start to think that you have it. You start to believe all of these other stories. You got to be smarter than that. You know, do your own research. Uh, listen to the doctors. Listen to the healthcare but professionals. But it's the internet. You know? What do you believe? Yeah. 
Well, oh, you you make an educated decision on your own. You make a you know do your own research and and come up with your own conclusion. Not that we're doctors or anything like that, but if you do I'll enough research, I believe whatever our family doctor tells us. He's right. smart. Yeah, our family doctor has actually been on the ball every single time he's told us something. He's he actually does a lot of research on this stuff. So. Um, Medically, not conspiracy theories. Let's just just clear that up. He's not a conspiracy theorist that we know of. Now, now sitting at home, we actually have a lot of time to watch TV. Um, We're watching a lot of TV. And, we're and watching a lot of news. Which we're is, watching a lot of news, which, which is, is really not helping my anxiety about this whole disease. No, no, not at all. But that's okay. And I mean, I I believe that most of Canada probably stuck to the news as well. Um, Netflix is actually getting uh, overloaded uh, with the amount of people, so they had to cut the HD streaming in Europe, and uh, they yeah, actually the quality yeah or the, the quality because there are so many people watching it. And I said, you know what, Netflix. Disney Plus, all of these streaming channels are going to make a ton of money because everybody's at home and they're going to get a ton of new sus- subscribers, right? Um, but, uh, oh, and there's my dog. She's, yawn- she's yawning and starting to growl now. Um, anyways, going back to watching a lot of television in, in our day, here's actually what, what I came up with in my head. And this is so far-fetched, but... It's actually pretty right funny. Right up your alley. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty funny because you, you watch a lot of these movies and a lot of these TV shows. And I said to, to Mrs. Awesome the other day, what if a, a small meteor had entered our atmosphere and was carrying the virus and it crash landed? It could be the size of a pebble and still carrying, you know, some kind of organism on it and uh, crash landed into China and that's how the virus started to spread. Now, this is how you can tell that you watch way too much TV. You watch you, way too many Marvel movies. Well, that and you think of War of the Worlds, like oh, that movie. Yeah. You know, the aliens came down. They couldn't survive in our atmosphere. And how did they lose in the end? They actually got a cold because they couldn't put up with Earth's atmosphere. Now, is that how quickly this virus leaves um, everybody because of the uh, oh, nice tie back to the y- Sylvia Brown conspiracy. you know right right so does it leave quickly because it actually can't survive in our atmosphere and this came from a totally uh, outside of, of of earth like what are your thoughts on that now that you hear it that way well I our dog I actually has a has something to say apparently and I the, don't think she agrees with you she yeah. thinks that one's a little ridiculous mm-hmm. she's growling on your lap right now just based off the fact of how obscene that sounds and that's more me echoing her sound but I mean you don't put anything past anybody right now all of these conspiracies that are out there um our, our main concerns right now are pretty much to stay healthy i guess yes uh, stay self-isolated listen to doctors and healthcare professionals wash your hands we're adults most of us and i i hope all the ones that are listening to this are old enough to know to wash your hands after everything um to the people out there that are saying that they're not going to self-isolate they don't care they're not taking this serious enough and the only way that we're going to curve this is to actually listen to the professionals right um, we have people that say that they don't care about this at all, that they're just going to go out there. And, and what we can actually see happening is the curve is going to start to drop, right? The curve is going to start to go down. 
And people, because they're so in their house all the time, they're locked up and they're they're isolating, are going to say, see, look, the curve has gone down. Fuck it. I'm going back outside. And then the curve is just going to shoot straight back up again, right? Like that. That's that's what I think, or where I can see this actually going. Yeah, it. Uh, you know, you sit here and you again. We watch a lot of TV lately, and you see, you know, the beaches in Florida jam packed full of spring breakers. You know, nobody's following the two meter American six feet um, protocol as far as being able to stay away from people. You know, it. I think one of the best things I saw on the news recently was there was a blogger uh, in downtown Toronto who was going around taking photos of the streets after this week's been a really, really heavy week for news coverage in, in Toronto. And they, I think there's like three different press conferences a day between the prime minister of Canada and the premier of Ontario and the health organizations. And, you know, for the most part, I would say Ontarians are taking this pretty seriously. And you can, I mean, downtown Toronto's empty it is, when you yeah. see the photos. Yeah. You know, people are not on the transit systems. They're not in, well, most of the restaurants have closed too. You can't even go into a restaurant now. Um, it's takeout only or delivery. But, you know, it's nice to see that majority of people look like they're following the the well, protocols yeah the majority know? of people are but i i had this discussion with um a, a friend of ours the other the other night right and and uh, my my team that i coach our baseball team they mm-hmm. actually decided that they were going to get together and practice because they didn't want to stop playing uh baseball and and i had i had to tell them online i was like you know guys like you shouldn't really be going out you're not going to practice that that social distancing thing and while i was discussing this with a friend of ours i actually said i I don't know if it's stupidity or if it's just the age thing and they don't understand and and then i said you know what i wonder if we were that age as well um if if we would have done the same thing and said screw it you know what i'm going outside with my friends i'm young i'm healthy i can't we're fine we're not going to get sick from this and and we would have probably still went to the park and played baseball or or yeah. soccer or or tennis or whatever it was that we were playing uh, that day. Uh, I think kids are getting a little bored inside, but the government has actually released an education program on on TV and online now for the kids that are at a school. Uh, at a school. And there's two million kids in Ontario that are out of school right now. I'm not sure if it's Ontario or Canada. Uh, I believe Ontario. Ontario is two million. Um, that they're out of school right now, but there is an educational program. Now, I haven't actually got a chance to look at the the uh, program. I don't know how good it is. I don't know how the TVO thing is going to work. I'm hoping there are a lot of resources for kids. But I can, I can understand that no kid is going to sit in front of the computer all day while they have time off. They might want to go play in their backyard. But again, with social distancing, they're saying no play dates for kids, not having neighbors over for coffee. You can basically take a walk out in the neighborhood, but you kind of want to go by yourself, right? Um, just, well, they've, you know. they actually think it's so bad that people aren't listening or that families with young kids aren't listening. They've actually closed the parks in our town. They have, yes. So they're, I don't know how they're going to enforce it. I don't know if bylaw is going to be out, but you actually, they're... Yep, they've literally closed the parks. Well, you think that people are going to be smart enough not to take their kids. I was talking to my uh, mother today, and she said that there was a um, a parent that took one of her kids over to the park near her house, 
and my dad was taking a dog for a walk and the mother was like, oh my God, I can't believe that there's no kids out here. Uh, my kid just wants to play. And I was like, and there's that mentality of, you know, not caring and not taking this serious enough that this is how this actually spreads. Like, you know, that kid could be a carrier. Now they're saying that a lot of kids aren't going to actually catch this virus, but they are carriers of the virus, right? Yeah. So they could pass it on to elderly people. And we're finding now that a lot of uh, old age homes or seniors residents yeah. uh, are getting it. And they're the more vulnerable people that are actually getting this virus. And you asked me the question earlier, like, why is it like happening that they're getting it in these in these uh, seniors residences? And I'm considering they lock them down to visitors over a week ago. Right. So, I mean, this started what a couple months ago, this the whole coronavirus end outbreak. Of, end of January end and of January. it's middle of March. Middle right of March. Now. So a month and a half. And you know, they locked down my grandparents' place and you actually could still go up until about a week and a half ago. Yeah. So this virus actually could have been spread further back and it's just starting to take its course now. Well, in the, that's in the why they home, say right? 14 days isolation. Right. So, I mean, luckily all of these seniors' homes are uh, actually closed up and they're trying to do everything they can to help them out. So do you have anything else that you want to add to this uh, episode? Take care and, you know, stay safe and listen to the medical community, listen to the government and just follow the advice that they're giving you. I think at this point it's beyond trying to take control and it's more about just trying to get this disease under control or virus under control. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think uh, Mrs. Awesome here is trying to steal my job as a host of the show this is her. Uh, well, I always did want to be famous. Yes. And that's uh, her third episode already that she's been on, even though she kind of told me I don't really want to do this. But under the circumstances right now, we don't actually have a choice. We're trying to do something. We're trying to, you know, make a little bit of fun for ourselves while we're sitting at home. Right? I'm not really sure you actually gave me an option. I didn't give you an option tonight. You know, no. uh, Master Impressive and I had uh, discussed this before we actually came on the show and uh, because of our health episode, he actually gave a, a good email and said, yes, get her on the show and actually make her cry again. That was gold. That was gold, Jerry. It was gold. Oh, terrible. But I'm not going to make you cry. I didn't make you cry I today. did that last night. You, you, did that, you did that last night, yes. And I know you have anxiety about all this and you're concerned about it. And uh, More about you. We're all going to get through this together. I actually think that all of these conspiracies that are out there are just, you know, off the wall again. Don't jump down our throats. They were not our conspiracies. They were actually conspiracies that we researched and we have nothing to do with them. We just wanted to share them with you. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you again to Mrs. Awesome for joining us. And again, uh, we couldn't do a, a, a podcast together with Master Impressive and myself because we are self-isolating and hopefully the episode comes off uh, pretty good with the uh, sound. And we will see you later. There's our dog again. Here we go now.